The following Art Trap production has been made possible in part by subscribers like you. Drop the sonic device. Isn't my day, is it? Even the sonic screwdriver won't get me out of this one. Use this. What's that? Sonic screwdriver. Never fails. There we are. Neat, isn't it? This can function as a sonic blaster, a sonic cannon, and a triple and folded sonic disruptor. Not what you got. I've got a sonic cannon. Oh, never mind. What? It's sonic. Okay, let's leave it at that. Disruptor, cannon, what? It's sonic. Totally sonic. I am sonic to all. A sonic what? Who has a sonic screwdriver? I do. And we're back. Selected Doctor Who news related stories. Delivered to you sonically, the Sonic News Driver for Earth Date, Wednesday, the 14th of January, 2009. This is Louis Trapani. Happy New Year! All right, it's officially too late to be, um, <laughs> once, you, once you hit the 14th of January, I guess it's, um, run its course. But since I haven't, uh, spoken to you since last year, I want to wish you all a Happy New Year, and I hope you had a great holiday season. Glad it's behind us now. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see since our last sonic news driver what new news has there been relating to doctor who you may be asking oh probably not much right i mean with the holidays and all right yeah not much only a new special on christmas day titled the next doctor followed by the usual doctor who confidential a behind the scenes look at the special and there was this little announcement made just after New Year's. I don't know if you heard about it. They announced the actor taking over the role after Tenet leaves after this year of specials. At long last, all the rumors and speculating on who is in the talks to play the 11th Doctor can now be put to rest. At long last, all the rumors and speculating on who is in the talks to play the 11th Doctor can finally be put to rest. All those that had written articles in the tabloids and the various websites claiming to have exclusive inside information on who will be taking the part, we got news for you. You were all wrong! I, for one, am very happy that they were. But I'm even more happy that now we don't have to hear about this at least for a little while. Unfortunately, as soon as the 10th regenerates into the 11th, speculation will begin almost immediately. You know it on who will be the 12th. But at least we have a good solid year, let's hope, before this all begins again. So who is number 11? Well, now that it's already a week and a half after the announcement, I'm sure you know it is none other than Matt Smith. But you may be asking, who is Matt Smith? Fair enough. Although Matt and Smith are very common names, he himself is not a common household name for many people. Taking the position away from Peter Davison as the youngest actor to be cast to play the Doctor, Matt Smith is 26 years old. Now, 
I know there are those out there that may feel this is too young for the role. I think we were all expecting that someone in their either 40-something or at least, as with the case with Tenet, 30-something might be taking over the part. Remember, he will be playing a Time Lord of excess of 900 years old. So what's a decade or two difference as far as the person being cast? <laughs> it does not mean he will be playing a 26-year-old doctor. William Hartnell, who originated the part, was only 50-something when taking the role, yet he played the part older. Taking a look at the previous actor to hold the title as the youngest cast to play the part, Davison successfully played the character as another incarnation of the Doctor. Not as a late 20-something pushing 30. Those that are in doubt, I ask you this. Have you seen the latest Batman film, The Dark Knight? Did you leave the cinema feeling disappointed that they had cast someone too young to play the Joker? Did you feel that Heath Ledger should not have been cast simply because he was 20-something? If you do, you would be the first to have come out of the cinema with that thought. If you still have doubts and it's not an age-related concern that you may be feeling, then all I can do is ask you to give him a chance. To play the part, at least. You know, we haven't seen him play not one line as the Doctor. Unlike Stephen Moffat and the production team who had during casting and felt that he was the right person, the right actor for this part. So let's uh, trust what Stephen Moffat and the production team saw in Matt Smith. And from the little bits and pieces that I've seen of him, I, I think he's very interesting. It's an exciting time for Doctor Who. Yes, it is an end of one era, but it's a beginning of another. And that's what keeps Doctor Who going for, well, it, it has kept it going for the last 45 years. I'm flabbergasted. I haven't slept, really, to be honest. Truthfully, I haven't. I'm sort of, I probably look a bit bags under the eyes now. Um, because it's sort of an iconic part of our culture and like my granddad knows about it my dad knows about it I mean, what it's been going since 1963 and um and i it, i think it, it it sort of has the the um the iconic kind of status that robin hood or sherlock holmes or and i'm sort of taking that on that's my responsibility it's exciting nerve-wracking exciting exciting stops me sleeping <laughs> I'm very interested to see where Matt Smith takes the role. In addition, what the show may be like under the wing of Stephen Moffat taking over the helm from Russell T. Davies. It's exciting at the very least. Let's not forget that we still have a full year of Doctor Who with David Tennant as the 10th Doctor with Russell T. Davies as executive producer and lead writer in the form of four specials. The next one arriving this coming Easter. Smith may be best known before being cast as the Time Lord on television in the BBC political drama Party Animals playing the character Danny Foster. He is connected somewhat to Doctor Who already in so that he has acted alongside Billy Piper three times. So with that, let's welcome Matt Smith into the family of actors to play the lead role as the Doctor in Doctor Who. It's an exciting time indeed.
no clock up for a BAFTA. You may know him as the other tin door companion to the Doctor, or simply as Mickey Smith, or if you're like me, you were first introduced to No Clock from his role in the 1999 series Metrosexuality. What you may not know is that he has earned critical acclaim for writing, directing, and starting in Kidulthood and Adulthood. Now No Clock is up for a BAFTA Rising Star Award. Clock commented, I'm over the moon. I'm ecstatic. It's an incredible honor to be recognized at this level by the industry for someone who's just a regular guy. Getting away from adulthood and adulthood, No Clock has written three more films in which he's hoping someday will be made. The BAFTA Awards ceremony is scheduled for the 8th of February. Appearing in person, Katie Manning, who played Joe Grant, Richard Franklin, who played Captain Mike Yates, Angela Bruce, who played the Brigadier Winifred Bambera in Battlefield, will be appearing at the Sci-Fi Collector Shop on the Strand, London, this Thursday on the 15th of January from 10.30, we're assuming a.m., onwards. Next month, both Colin Baker and Paul Cornell will be in New York for the annual New York Comic Con. This is taking place on the 6th, 7th, and 8th of February at the Jacob Javits Center in New York City. Though they have yet to appear on the New York Comic Con website, which is nycomiccon.com for whatever reason. The following weekend, the 13th through the 15th of February, Colin Baker and Paul Cornell will be flying across the country to the other side of the U.S., in Los Angeles, California, for the annual North American Mega Doctor Who convention, Gallifrey. This year, Gallifrey 20 is another knockout year. With the aforementioned Colin Baker and Paul Cornell, Doctor Who producer Phil Collison will be there for the first time ever convention appearance, along with Wendy Padbury, Nicola Bryant, Gareth David Lloyd, Kai Owen, Rob Sherman, James Moran, Gary Russell, Toby Heideck, and get this. For the first time ever, all three hosts of Doctor Who Pachak will be live on stage in person together. <laughs> we've done live shows before. We've done Gallifrey before, but this is the first time in the past, uh, which was the case, let's say, with Icon. We've had James there live on the show with us, but via the Internet, he was actually physically in the UK while we were in the US doing the show. So first time ever, all three of us will be on stage together. It's an exciting time personally for us, but, um, you know, <laughs> we invite you all to be there too and share their excitement. Plus many other guests. Check them out at www.gallifrey1.com slash gallifrey.php. Hurricane Who, which is set for Halloween weekend this October in Florida, is having a special April Hurricane Who party on Sunday, April 12th. A Hurricane Who Bon Voyage party with special guest Fraser Hines, none other than Jamie McCrimmon from the Patrick Troughton era of Doctor Who, as well as appearing in The Five Doctors and The Two Doctors during both the Peter Davison and Colin Baker eras, respectively. The location of the event is to be announced, and this is coinciding with the Who Cruise this year. Hey, and if you are attending either the Gallifrey Convention or the New York Comic Con, 
both myself and fellow partners in crime, <laughs> Dr. Hupachak, will be there. So uh, feel free to uh, give a shout out and say hello. Uh, we won't be doing a live show on stage at New York Comic Con. We'll be there covering the events. And if you follow me on Twitter, I'll be tweeting live at both events. So I'll see you there. And now, ladies and gentlemen and small furry creatures from Alpha Centauri, it's time for the State of the Union Address. I mean, the State of the Podcast Address. For those that may be in the U.S., this is typically the time of the year when the president delivers his or her State of the Union Address, unless there's a little thing like an inauguration going on for a new president taking place instead. So this is sort of a state of the podcast. If you had started subscribing to the podcast in the autumn of 2008, you may realize now that this is the first show since winter broke out here in the Northern Hemisphere. The Sonic News Driver is a fun show to do, but it does take some work. Even though the episodes are bite-sized compared to our other shows like Doctor Who Podshock, there's a great deal of time and effort that goes into pre-production of each episode, let alone post-production. In order to continue this podcast, we're currently looking into further sponsorships for the show. The schedule for this version of the show may be changing, and I say this version because there may be a forthcoming premium version. I'll keep you posted as further developments take place. Well, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of the Sonic News Driver. Thanks for listening to the Sonic News Driver. You can send feedback to feedback at sonicnewsdriver.com. This is Louis Trapani. You can follow me via Twitter at twitter.com slash Louis Trapani. Visit arttrap.com for more on this and other podcasts. This has been an Art Trap production. <laughs>